Shortfalls and little sins Close calls when no one wins Stand tall but running thin I'm wearing thin Listening to Canada's most listened to spiritual talk show. And now here's your host, Drew Marshall. If we start sinking, could we stand our ground? And through everything we've learned, we've finally come to terms. We are the outsiders. All right, we're back. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, you are listening to the Drew Marshall Show. Tim the Tool is not here today. Alex, that's not appropriate, clapping like that. We are starting our show off a little differently for Season 13. We're starting our show at 1 o'clock with live on the Drew Marshall Show. It's an hour of a live performance with some of uh, the GTA's brightest singer-songwriters, and we just had Annie Bonsignor here in the studio performing. So good. So good. We've got many more coming up each and every week at 1 o'clock. And then at 2 o'clock, roughly, <laughs> uh, we start with our regularly scheduled programming. So thanks for tuning in. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca. We're live right here in southern Ontario on Joy 1250. If you missed any of last week's show, you can go to our website and uh, check us out on iTunes, drewmarshall.ca. That's where we're, where things are at. Uh, I want to tell you about a couple of uh, concerts that I think you should go to. Andrea Simone and those guys at Lula Lounge, uh, which is on Dundas Street West in Toronto. And uh, that's going to be Thursday, October 22nd, 15 bucks. 15 bucks, that's it. Doors open at 7.30, music starts at uh, 9. And Andrew Simone and some of those guys will be at the Jazz Bistro on 251 Victoria Street in Toronto. Toronto Blues Society's Hump Day Series, Wednesday, October 28th, 10 bucks for uh, TBS members. They get eight, eight. Have a listen to Andrew Simone. To be no slave. I don't want you to work all day. But I want you to be true. And I just want to make love to you, love to you. She's doing a little Etta James cover there. Great vocalist. And her band, a killer band. Andrea Simone and those guys at the Lula Lounge, Thursday, October 22nd. Andrea Simone and some of those guys at the Jazz Bistro uh, on October 28th. So go to her website, andreasimone.com, A-N-D-R-I-A, A-N-D-R-I-A, Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E.com. And a friend of mine I just ran into last night, uh, Danielle Todd. Her website is Danielle Todd Music. Uh, She's got an upcoming gig uh, this coming Sunday, so not tomorrow, but next week, Sunday, October 18th. It's a CD release. She's quite thrilled about this. It's going to be at the Stampede Ranch in Guelph, Stampede Ranch in Guelph. Uh, doors open at 5, and she goes on at 6. Uh, tickets are 10 bucks in advance or at the door. So really, you don't need to get them in advance. <laughs> I guess that's how that works. Danielle Todd, one of the best vocalists uh, really out there. She's got a beautiful sustain in her voice. DanielleToddMusic.ca. So there's some gigs that you might be interested in, uh, in heading to. Speaking of uh, music, here's 
here's what we listen to up in the country. I know it's Thanksgiving up here in Canada, but I want to give you a little taste of 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 the kind of I don't know the kind of rap music that we listen to up here in in um, in the country. Um, this is the, really the only kind of rap music that we listen to. Have a listen. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is our uh, local auctioneer at the livestock uh, sale. JBS number one. JBS number one. Thank you. Isn't that nice? What do you think? Do you think you could listen to that kind of rap music? you got to move to the country if you want livestock cattle rap. On the first cow here, who's got 55? I got to get out a little more. I sit at home and watch videos like this. That's what I do. I don't really have much of a life. Uh, that's our video of the week. We try to find something unique each and every week, uh, and then we uh, make it our video of the week. If you want to find out any more about that video or you want to share it with somebody, I don't know why you would, then um, you can go to drewmarshall.ca and click on DrewTube. DrewTube. Let me give you the rundown of the show, folks. Yeah, that's right. Tim's not here, so it should be a great show. Uh, have we had any mistakes yet, Alex? Um, not really. Aside from kicking the cable out of the keyboard? No. No, it was Tim. It was totally Tim, even though he wasn't here. In just a couple of minutes, we'll be joined by Manya Brashear Pashman. She's the religion reporter for the Chicago Tribune, chicagotribune.com forward slash Manya. Uh, Manya, Manya, Manya. Um, basically, we're going to catch up in the, uh, in the world of religion and faith and cults. And then at 2.30, it's our pub crawl. Uh, you may want to tune in as we crawl from topic to topic. Today on the pub crawl, Trip Fuller, he's the host of Homebrewed Christianity Podcast, and Scott Pith, I think that's how you say his name. I have no idea. We'll find out later. Associate Professor of Religious Studies at DePaul University in Chicago. Here are the subjects we will be chatting about at around 2.30, folks, on the pub crawl. Have the Muppets gone too far, or has Franklin Graham gone too far? Before the uh, premiere of ABC's new remix version of The Muppets even had a chance to air, evangelist Franklin Graham, of course, son of Billy Graham, posted his disgust on Facebook and asked his followers to contact ABC and demand its removal from the airwaves. Here's what he said in his Facebook page. Tonight, ABC is premiering a new, mature version of The Muppets that reports say, so he hasn't even seen it yet, reports say will cover a range of topics from sex to drugs to interspecies relationships. <laughs> Is that like Mr. Snuffleupagus and Big Bird? Is that what? I don't get that. Uh, with no subject off being off limits. It sounds to me like the whole show should be off limits. Hollywood seems to be in a frenzy to see what new moral low they can reach in their programming. Their agenda is to promote sin to a younger and younger audience. I applaud the group One Million Moms. Here's the next topic we're going to chat about in the pub crawl. Anyone else's head tilt to one side with uh, a Christian music artist being named one of Nashville's 25 most beautiful people? Look, Toby Mack is a good-looking guy, I guess. And I guess it looks, unfortunately, count when it comes to entertainment. But should Christian recording artists be different, maybe? I don't know. Should maybe they decline such acclamation? Hey, you want to be, we, we, you're voted uh, our 25 most beautiful. Yeah, no thanks. It's just so easy to say no thanks to that. But he's also releasing an album, so that might help sales. And the final topic is uh, what happens when you combine 320 million people, guns, and God? 
You know what you ha- you know what happens? USA, USA. So another mass shooting on an American campus where Christianity and Satan were part of the story. Lovely. You can't write this stuff. Yet another American Christian ministry falls short in their claim that the world would end last week. And uh, American Christian preachers, uh, let's see, Dr. David Jeremiah, Paula White, Kenneth Copeland, there's some doozies in there. Uh, Jensen Franklin, I don't even know who some of these people are, have aligned themselves with the 2016 GOP presidential candidate Donald Wavy Hair Trump. So is it possible that the United States uh, deserves to be led by a Christian billionaire with bad hair? Maybe that's Armageddon. Hey, hmm? Huh? Hmm? Jen Hatmaker will be joining us uh, at around 3 o'clock. She's the author of For the Love, For the Love, <laughs> Fighting for Grace in a World of Impossible Standards. Jen Hatmaker, maker. Wow. Um, by the way, we are giving away a copy of For the Love on our Drew Marshall Show Facebook page in partnership with uh, HarperCollins Canada Faith Books. Uh, so you want to go to our Facebook page and see if you can win that. That'd be a good idea. And then Sir Ken Robinson, quite excited about Sir Ken Robinson joining us at around 3.30. He is basically a human hand grenade to standardized testing and our current educational systems. This is a brilliant man. He's so brilliant that his 2006 TED Talk uh, is the most watched TED Talk out there. It's been viewed millions and millions of times. So that's kind of exciting. Sir Ted Robinson uh, on the Drew Marshall Show at 3.30. And then, folks, some of you uh, sent me notes saying, really? Really, this is happening? Today at 4 o'clock, the founder of 100 Huntley Street, Mr. David Maines, will be on our show. Now, some of you are perplexed by that because uh, I once was on 100 Huntley Street. Once. <laughs> and it was it was interesting. And people uh, still think that they hate me or I hate them. It's not true. It's not true. I don't dig what they do. I'm not into uh, Christian TV because, well, number one, they still have straight guys designing their sets. And that doesn't work. So I think that the last time we had David Maines on the show was a lovely discussion. And I have great respect for anybody who stands up and goes on TV for as long as he has, and talked about God stuff without any huge controversy around the guy. Now, there's been some around, you know, sort of the organization here and there or whatever, but not this man. You can't touch this guy. You can't touch this. Actually, that should be the theme song for that interview. Uh, Kelly Lepley will also join us then at the end of our show. That's our journey segment today. Here's a quote from her. My transition from male to female cost me my home, marriage, retirement, friends, and acceptance within my church. As painful as it was, I would not have traded it for the life lessons it taught me. What an amazing story. Another TED Talk. TED speaker on our show, Kelly Lepley. So that's the rundown, folks. You got it right here on the Drew Marshall Show. All right, our uh, first guest on the show today. Quite excited to uh, to have our uh, WTF segment back. Last week, we, it was kind of a specialty show. We talked about death for four hours, and so we didn't have this segment. But I'm always thrilled to have Manya Brashear Pashman on the Drew Marshall Show because, you know, bottom line is she is um, she's a bit of a rock star in the world of religion reporting. She is the religion reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and she is back on the Drew Marshall Show for season 13. Hello, darling. Hello. How are you? I'm quite well. Tell me about um, tell me, uh, can we get personal for a second? Do you mind? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, Too late now. <laughs> Depends on how personal. Too late now. <laughs> How's the wee one? Oh, he's adorable, but but exhausting at the same time. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and how's your and how's your child? He's he's, 
<laughs> he's napping at the at the moment, which is actually how I'm able to talk to you today. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'm glad that naps were invented. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I, I wish we could take advantage of them more often. Who do you think invented naps, men or women? A man or a woman? What do you think? <laughs> oh, uh, a man for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say that, but I thought I'd let you say that. So, um, are you poked out? Uh, I, 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 I'm not poked out. I actually, as, as a reporter in Chicago, I did not get to go uh, travel with the Pope around uh, the East Coast. Uh, we figured we, we couldn't get any, we wouldn't be getting anything original, um, which I think was a wise choice because who knows, he might he might come back uh, to this uh, region back uh, next year? Actually, no way. That's, is that, that's that's the, the is that that's the scuttlebutt? That's the rumor. I mean, he's talking about a trip to Mexico, and hey, that's right next door to us, mm-hmm. or at least to the United States. And yeah, um, he thanks. just appointed, you know, his first really important appointment was in Chicago. So it just seems to make sense that he would, you know, do the rounds uh, around the states as well. And why not Chicago? So get to see him next year. There's some Canadian stuff in the news, uh, in the religion news these days. Let's talk about this uh, Canadian archbishop who has proposed ordaining women as deacons, not priests. Hello? Hello? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, actually, that's not a new idea. Um, in fact, I, uh, I did a story several years ago about a Chicago-area woman who uh, had learned that the question of women deacons was unresolved, um, unlike the question of women priests. I mean, the Catholic Church has been pretty darn clear. They are not going to ordain women as priests. Um, that question has been resolved. But the question of deacons, that's a little different. And, um, and so, actually, Cardinal Francis George um uh, Archbishop Supich's predecessor, and I should say the late Cardinal George, um, who passed away early this year, he, even though he was known as a conservative in the Church, he was in favor of resolving the question and, and figuring out uh, whether women could be deacons. You know, there, there are so many things that the, um, that the folks of the world would like the Catholic Church to change, but if the Catholic Church changed those things, then they wouldn't be the Catholic Church. There are, there are some things that are unchangeable. Am I wrong? Um, well, okay, do you want my personal opinion or my theological opinion? Well, I I just think sociologically, you know, speaking, um, it's high, you know, the, the theology of this organization, of any organization, is part of its definition. And uh, in order to change their theological point of view, boy, that is just, I mean, we're talking, not, like a, that's a lot, a lot of history behind those, those theological conclusions. There is a lot of history. And for women deacons in particular, I mean, um, they say that the Apostle Paul uh, chose a female deacon, Phoebe, mm-hmm. um, to to deliver his epistle about the the salvation through Jesus Christ. I mean, that was a, that's a pretty darn important epistle. Um, yeah. And so, you know, women deacons have existed, but then they ceased to exist for about eight hundred years. So, if this changes, I mean, this is a pretty dramatic shift for the church. And yeah, it's it does it is a it is a high expectation. Um, you know, and when women priests is that's just that's just out of the question. It's just no. not going to happen. No, no. So now, personally, anything can change, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, uh, um, let's let's talk about. Uh, um, uh, yeah, personally, anything can change, and that means that the Toronto Blue Jays could could uh, you know win the whole thing this year. Although it's not looking <laughs> like it. It's not. Why would you uh, laugh? You're a Cubs fan. Cubs. You can't laugh. The Chicago Cubs could win the whole thing this year. Whatever. And, uh, 
<laughs> talked yeah. about things changing after I know. a century. Listen, if anybody <laughs> if anybody deserves to win, it's the Cubs. It really is. So uh, more Canadians in the news. And actually, just mm-hmm. yesterday, this lady uh, took her swearing. The swearing in uh, ceremony took place. The oath of citizenship. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name. Is it Zanira Ishaka? Sounds good to me. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it was decided that she could wear her face veil. or And by the way, how many different ways is this word pronounced? Nihab, nihab. I mean, what what are we saying here? Uh, nihab. Okay. It's pronounced nihab. Okay. Um, but isn't that just the anglicized way of pronouncing it? Isn't it nihab? Uh, don't you have to go... I don't know if the Q has a huh sound. Okay. I, don't, I don't know about that. All right. I don't know. She went into a room with another lady officer and revealed her face mm-hmm. to, to affirm that it was her. And then she did the ceremony with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Nihab on. And mm-hmm. do you think everyone's satisfied with that? Uh, I think they have to be, right? I mean, the federal court ruled that she, I mean, she's been fighting for this um, for quite a while. And the federal court finally ruled in her favor mm-hmm. um, and found that, you know, it, it's unlawful to, to force her to take it off to take that oath. So... Uh, I think that they're going to have to be happy with that. And I think, so, really, and, the, and the whole issue behind the thing is, are you really the person behind the mask, right? I mean, that's the deal. That's the whole thing. And, and as soon as they go, okay, let's go in a room, and there'll be a lady there, and you can you can uh, remove your, your, your niqab, then, okay, it's you. Then we're fine. That's it. Done. Right. I mean, just like I feel anything and everything can change, um, you could also find a way around <laughs> um, situations like this. Um, you don't have to be so hardcore about the rules. The rules are can always be bent, and you can always find a way around them. And it sounds like Canada managed to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this niqab is very. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and put the in there. I heard it. So I heard it. Niqab, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun to say. Uh, the niqab is is a very. Uh, I mean, it's a sacred piece of clothing, and I know that's so hard for some people to understand, just as it's hard for them to understand the head covering, the hijab, is is important. Um, You know, for example, I I actually, years ago, when I was early in my career here in Chicago, I was covering um, a mosque that had chosen to take the barrier down between men and women. They had chosen to take a curtain down. And there was a big debate. The congregation was split between, um, you know, putting the curtain back up, or, or keeping it that way. And someone had said, sometimes, the, the woman I interviewed said, sometimes we like to take our niqab off uh, when we are praying, you know, when we're behind the curtain. I mistook her to say hijab. And that is something, you know, you never take your hijab off um, behind, you know, or in front of God. You, you never do that in a mosque, whether men can see you or not. And I quickly learned what a niqab was. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. Uh, after making that error, and but learned also that you know, you can take that off in a sacred setting, but it is really key to keep it on when you are around the opposite gender, when yeah. you're around men. It's um, it's just it's really a, it's a key piece of their of their clothing and should be respected. So and sounds like the Canadian court agrees. Yes, we are not as crazy as uh, people from Oklahoma. <laughs> what is going on down yes. there? <laughs> Uh, so in Oklahoma, they've had the Ten Commandments uh, fight brewing, which has been kind of a long-time fight here in America. Uh, lots of state houses or city halls have, or, or courthouses have uh, chosen to put the Ten Commandments tablets uh, outside. And state by state, those Ten Commandments tablets are coming down. And so that's what happened in Oklahoma. Uh, they were asked to remove... 
uh, from the state capitol grounds uh, a monument to the Ten Commandments. And so they were actually asked to remove those, that monument by Monday, October 12th, um, but they chose to do it early, and they, they did it like at 10 o'clock at night, um, you know, late late at night so that, which I assume, you know, the people who were opposed to taking this monument down were probably already asleep. Um, they, were, they, were, they were old folks who, who have an early bedtime. Um, but I, I'm not sure why else they would have, they would have done uh, such a, a late-night removal, but, but who, they did. Who, so. was, who was it in the news that compared the, the, uh, what was going on with the Ten Commandment uh, stuff there with uh, what ISIS is doing and tearing down uh, uh, you know, great artifacts overseas? Oh wow! I, I, I don't remember. I, th- I, I don't. I think I missed to, that that jewel. Yeah, no. I th- I'm just trying to remember if it was a uh, if it was. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me just think this through for a second. It might have been Franklin Graham that said this. Well, that sounds like something Franklin Graham would say, doesn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. You know, he's in trouble. He's that. in trouble with the Muppets now. Come on. <laughs> How is he in trouble? That's that's also a piece of news that I've missed. Come on, You're informing if, me. I'm so glad. If you ever need to get up to date on the world of religion uh, and uh, faith and cults, just uh, listen to the Drew Marshall Show, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about this in just a couple of minutes with uh, Trip Fuller, host of the Homebrewed Christianity podcast, and Scott Pith. If I'm pronouncing his name right, he's the associate professor of religion studies at DePaul University in Chicago, Thank Illinois. You. Thank you. So, uh, have the Muppets gone too far, or has Franklin Graham uh, basically before the premiere of ABC's new remix version of the Muppets even had a chance to air Evangelist Franklin Graham posted his disgust on Facebook and asked his followers to contact ABC and demand its removal from the airwaves. Uh, it, who, who concerns him most? Miss Piggy? Kermit? <laughs> I think the quote is, here, this, I'll read it to you. Tonight, uh, well, it's not tonight, but ABC is premiering a new mature version of the Muppets that uh, reports, say will, reports say will cover topics from sex to drugs to interspecies relationships. Now, when, I, when you think Muppets <laughs> and interspecies relationships, what two characters come to your brain? Well, Kermit and Miss Piggy, of course. Of course. But that's it. That's- but that is a, a long time relationship. It's, uh, I mean, if, if anything, he should be happy that they are celebrating commitment and long term commitment. And no, no, by the way, fidelity. no, Kermit and Miss Piggy officially broke up about th- two or three months ago, and it was posted on 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 Miss Piggy or Kermit's uh, Facebook page. L- true story. I am. L- so behind on my Muppet True story. What else do you need to know? Anything else I can help you with? (laughs) Jumping. Well, listen, Manya, I I appreciate you joining us on our show for a bit of witty banter and uh, and a little bit of education in the world of uh, religion and faith and cults. Uh, Manya Brashear-Pashman, she is the religion reporter for the Chicago Tribune, chicagotribune.com forward slash Manya. What a pleasure. I like you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. And I look forward to to hearing you again sometime later this year. I look forward to that happening as well. (laughs) Take care. Bye, Manya. Take care. Bye. Manya Brashear on the Drew Marshall Show. What a cool person.